0: Welcome to the Hub Systems Podcast, the voice of Man's Model Moments, the blog of the various ramblings on the modelling and gaming antics of my son and I. My name is Alex Mann, and with me is my son, Oscar. Hello. Now, as a first but regular slot on the Hub Systems, we come to our listener poll, which we set up last week in honour of Lang and Nathan from JD Gamercast, And we adapted this a little from what we had discussed on the show with our Canadian uh, podcasters in arms. And the final question we actually had on the, the blog website was where will Spartan Games be in a year's time? We chose that one as it was a bit easier to cap the answers, because what Spartan Games should do next is a very open-ended question with a lot of possible responses. Anyway, thanks to everyone who voted on the listener poll, the result was split between just two answers, neither of them very optimistic, unfortunately. But the top spot, with 60% of the vote, was struggling to support its ever-expanding range of games, and all the remaining votes going to exactly the same position as today which some could argue is exactly the same response. But thanks again to all of you that responded and please don't forget to take a look at this episode's poll on our blog website Man's Model Moments after this show. Now, as always, we need to determine what we've been up to in the great world of hobby time. So, Oscar, what has been keeping you busy in your free time? Well, uh, so the half time just finished, so just getting back into school. Uh, lots of homework to finish, so I've been doing that, getting more homework to finish, getting, you know, 12-mark questions are coming in, so that's pretty much what I've been doing, and I also mm-hmm. bought Titanfall. Like said, it's, <laughs> I've mainly seen Titanfall. That's because you don't come out when I'm doing homework, is it? Yeah, I do, and then you're playing Titanfall. <laughs> you just come out for the wrong guys. Sure. Titanfall is awesome, though. Personally, I've been busy with running Horde of the Dragon Queen still on episode three bumbling through a cave system at the moment also keeping the old blog entries going last episode was very popular it instantly became the most popular episode that we've actually broadcast so thanks to everybody out there for that i think we struck a chord and i'm going to obviously continue doing the uh, the various support blogs for um what i've called fanstorm over on man's model moments Otherwise, though, it's been pretty quiet, with the notable exception of our main subject for today, but we'll get to that later. Before that, of course, we have our regular upgraded section hit or miss. Let's start off with Spartan Games, who, after our last podcast, have announced clarity on their survey, which, of course, wasn't clear or transparent at all. So apparently the clarity is that we want Kickstarters, Um, So they've announced that they're going to release a Kickstarter to expand the Dystopian Wars universe. Whilst this is apparently what their customers want, it does comprise a lot of different stuff, including renders of a model of the Ice Maiden, a huge invasion supercarrier. Love ice. Not, well, could be. Could be. So what do you make of this, Oscar? It's a piece of rock. (laughs) It's a carrier on an iceberg, which is 12 inches long. Okay, well, the top bit of the model's quite nice, you know? It's a carrier. You can't really do that bit wrong. But why is it on an iceberg? Yeah. Go on to the artwork of it in a second. So, yeah, I don't really get it. I think it's a... It's very inefficient. It's just ugly. Really, really ugly. What if it melts? But they're also saying there's going to be some campaign books and some... Other stuff. Wait a second. Does that mean the ship is limited to the north and south Arctic regions? Probably. <laughs> I mean, I think Spartan doing a Kickstarter to expand the dystopian legions. Sorry, the Dystopian Wars world is questionable for all the reasons that Nathan and Lang mentioned last week. I think it highlights the fact that the poll wasn't transparent. You know, it's very skewed towards what new models do you want. So. For me, no, this is a mess. Yeah. I mean, I think the model of the the iceberg ship is not good. I don't know whether that's just the render or whether it's just not good. <laughs> it's, it's on an ice cube. It's uh, it's not it doesn't look nice. <laughs> as far as I can see. So, okay, moving on to game's workshop then. We have an Age of Sigmar figure that we didn't do oh, last week. What did you do? Yeah, we, we missed it out. Uh, I think we just didn't want to inflict anything more on Lang Nathan. So, this is the Lord Veritant. Ew. So, the Lord Veritant is £20 for a single figure with his attendant thing, which is a hawk headed uh, dog. Dog thing. It's meant to be a griffin, I think, but it's not got any wings. Yeah, it's a griff hound. Now he's a sigmarine. He's if you didn't know that (laughs) he's quite fetished. Well, he's very fetished. He's carrying his mother's ashes in his staff. Yeah, I don't really get his staff. It's it's a staff with I don't know what it's supposed to be. His mother's ashes. (laughs) (laughs) That's about all I can think because it's not a weapon, or is it a weapon? It could be a weapon. It could be a weapon. it's spiky. It's got spikes it's got on, on it. It's got handles on it. And it's got handles, but yeah, it's pretty ugly. He's also holding a sword which could be a two handled sword by the looks of it. No, that, um, nah, nah. It could be. I think it's versatile. Oh, okay. Which has lots of runes on the blade, which make it look quite silly. <laughs> He's wearing those bread roll banners. <laughs> really thick banners. Incredibly thick banners. He's got. Look like Bolter magazines. <laughs> his belt—it's just bad. It's uh, and he's got the obligatory calves. You know the size of thighs. It's just no. Yeah, it's a pretty uninspiring pose. I mean, if he attacked with either one of his weapons, he's really going to have to drop the other one, isn't he? He's going to have trouble. It's just—it's just not great. And then he's got like this little loincloth, which is like made of scales or something, which doesn't right. go with the rest of the model at all. It's. Uh... It's a horrible mishmash of awful stuff. Yeah, what would you expect? In fact, the nicest bit of this mini- miniature is the Griffhound, and that's disgusting. <laughs> Poor Griffhound. No, it's it's an abomination. I think you're not liking it. No. <laughs> if you're going to do a mythical beast or something, do it right. And, of course, Games Workshop are getting up their skull counter because not only does the Lord Veritant have a skull on his base, but the Griffhound also has a skull on its face. It's just... They've been carrying those around. Yeah. Um, probably they fell out of his urn with his ashes in. I didn't, yeah, <laughs> two skulls. <laughs> this is my <laughs> Mandy's <his> dad. <laughs> so, the Lord Veritant, a uh, big miss. Yes. Well... Next from Age of Sigmar is the Age of Sigmar Battle Mat, Corn Dominion, which is £50 for a 4x4 battle mat. It looks like it's a rubberized sort of mouse mat type thing. You can iron it flat, apparently. Well how big is it? Four feet by four feet. Fifty pounds? Yeah. Ah. Oh. And I mean the design's not even good. No, I mean £50 pounds for a 4x4 mat, I'd question why a 4x4, being that most games of Things like Warhammer and Age of Sigmar, I think, are played on a 6x4, uh, because they also do a battle map of 40k as well. But, yeah, so 4x4 seems an odd choice for them. And the that's um, all right, to be honest, apart from the big metal corner. T- well, to be honest, I think it's hideous. Um, it has a huge metal corn symbol. It looks like Corn has dropped his symbol on Sinchi's carpet. <laughs> this big red splat. Yeah, it does look bad. blue stone. Wait, and no, that's his plate. He had a bowl of pasta on that. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> It always lands jam-side down, doesn't it? It does. It's just just glaring, and the clashing colours. I just think it looks horrible, really horrible. They do do a 40k battle map, which is okay. Uh, again, £50 for a 4x4. You can get better deals out there. I just think this is, is a miss in all, both design and execution. Moving on. <laughs> so uh, so that's a miss from me. Yep. Well, we're going to be over in this soon. This is... <laughs> what? Just warm, just get your... Ugh. Yeah, they did well last week with the Chiefs to do the cults, but not this week. Well, they did well for Games Workshop. Okay. After this, we've got six releases, which are the single hero models from the Silver Tower game. Now, as each of these is £15, and there are six of them, that, for those of you who are quick at maths, is £90 for all of them. Which is odd, as you can buy the Silver Tower game for £95 and get all of these minis, plus 45 other minis, and the game itself. Uh, Even if you're not interested in the game, that's, that's pretty mad. So, to me, these make zero sense, unless you're super interested in one of the figures, and buying the set and selling the other stuff isn't something you consider, because, to me, actually the best figures in the Silver Tower set are actually not those six figures. That's a five pound forty-five. So, I mean, if you actually look at the the Silver Hammer, uh, Warhammer Quest game, I think the coolest mini in there Ooh. is the the Gaunt Summoner, the Siege figure, which that's is a awesome. super figure. You know, I would I, I would swear pay the last money for that one of these guys was really cool as well. Yes, that's right. I mean, the guy not- who designs these does a very good job. Yeah, I mean, he's got a cool staff, he's got loads of eyes, he's really cinch. you know, he's not over-fetished, he's, I you like know, his feathers. Yeah, he's just really cool. And he's stabbing the book, which is exploding out. Which is really cool. Yeah, they've done a bit of the moulded, fiery bit, yeah, which but it you could always clip off. Alright, though. It doesn't even look that bad for the no. model. Whereas oh, you have dear. the super sick marine, <laughs> which looks bad, you have some guy who looks like he wants to be a dark elder. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's one of the heads they've just stolen it. Yeah. We're oh, sort of jumping up and on this wispy stuff. It looks like bone. I think it's supposed to be smoke, but that's pretty. Yeah, you it know, could be cool, but I think they messed it up. This. Wolverine. Person. Wolverine, who also wants to be some dark elder with a chain coming out of her back and really fragile looking because she's leaping with one foot and just the I ball of her foot and toes. Sorry, he, yes. So you can't tell with that hair. But just. One foot with the ball of his foot and his toes touching a tentacle out of the ground. I mean, first time you take that anywhere, snap. you won't, you won't have it. I mean, if yeah, I mean those claws <laughs> are going to catch on the foam in your case, and it's just, just gonna it's pull just that. Everything off. about this is that model is just going to. Then you have the bloody <laughs> <laughs> It gets worse. So this, whatever they call them now, you've seen. he's solved his key problem by knotting them into his beard. You know, had the guy. With gonna the... hit him in the knees. Look, his massive <laughs> well, knees. Have you seen his knees? The state. Jesus in. Christ! I mean, he's taken a lot of damage on, on those knees over the years. Holding those keys in his braids, but look his back. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It's it's not gold, is it? <laughs> it's ur gold. Remember, ur gold. Gold. I mean, the guy must hardly be able to move. It's just ridiculous. It looks horrible. I can't even just move on, it's hurting my uh, eyes. It's just really, really bad. Then you have a guy, a cleric, who actually... He doesn't look that bad. Isn't that bad. Mainly because he's just not crammed with stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, he's still got the crappy... um. His, yeah, silly cloak not with the bits on the back. But actually, not, not so bad. Decent. But I think the best guy uh, is the sort of sinister barbarian guy. Yeah, and yeah he has barbarian. too many skulls but you know he's a barbarian guy you could use him in D&D you could he, actually, he, would, he would go really would well. well don't like his sword but that's personal taste you know I think he'd look better with just a normal sword with his axe there but I isn't think he's quite, he's quite decent the demon is obviously the best but the demon doesn't appear in the six that they've released so the six are, are just you those c- heroes are actually kidding me no oh I thought he was in so the individual autumn. figures No. Okay, now let's have a look at the good ones you know, and then you've got this uh, oh, cool bull figure with ram's That's actually head cool. If you staff. got rid of the fire coming out of the ram's eyes, which just looks stupid, yeah, that'd yeah. look pretty alright. Actually, as he's, it he's quite good. You've got these cult guys who would work very well as cult guys in in any sort of venue. Um, yeah, right. You've got all Ooh. these sort of weird beast. They look cool. Things which look cool. So why wouldn't you buy the silver Isn't tower? That? And, you know, if you really wanted, say, that warrior guy, buy the silver tower, sell the Sigmarine, the Dark Eldar people, the stupid dwarf, and then that's all you need. You can just get rid of the rubbish, keep what you want, and everyone's happy. As far as the individual figures go, as a release, though, they're a miss. <laughs> So, moving rapidly on to Warhammer 40k, or rather, 30k... Okay, no, wait. What is that? So, this is the Horus Heresy. So, it's Uh, all of the sort of fall of the Empire and all that kind of stuff. And basically, we've got another box game, which is the Horus Heresy, Burning of Prospero. Ah, that sounds not very nice. Poor Prospero. Now, the funny thing about this is, if you go to just the game's workshop main page... I thought it was a joke to start with because they have this rolling banner. Prospero is burning. And then, like, a close up on a mini, which then turns, and then some other minis. It's like the entrance to a film, but done with minis, which just looks quite silly. Oh, wow. The Sisters of Silence. Oh, it's still going. And. Oh, no. Personal Guard of the Emperor. That was bad. Legio Custard. Did you see the Custard? The Custard Legion. I just feel bad for Prospero. And then it goes into the actual game itself. So, Well oh, just really, yeah. And then straight away you have the vomit-inducing Age <laughs> of Sigmar Battlemat Corn Dominion. Followed up by the Silver Tower, which is on a yellow background. So, warning guys, wear shades before putting up the game's workshop page. Or oh, you know, just or don't. Just don't, <laughs> don't look at it. So, the Burning of Prospero, it's a box game. They're doing a lot of these recently. It's because they haven't got any other ideas. Um, there is a video much talks not. about it. <laughs> it goes on for a long time. God, it's dull. Um, but basically this is where the psychos of the Thousand Suns face the ultimate censure for their forbidden studies, and Wait. basically Lehman Russ goes in to punish them. So this is you can recreate the battle where they burn the library. <sighs> not the library! <laughs> yes, the library! <laughs> so this is just like 30k nerds. No, we want our books! Don't burn our books! books. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you get a game which includes a load of minis, which you can also use in games of 30k, so I can see the, the appeal of this, because yeah. at least you've got something which has, you know, two uses. So, you get Gygor Felhand, powerful champion of the Space Wolves, Azhek Araman, chief librarian of the Thousand Suns, Alidio Custard Squad, <laughs> squad <laughs> sorry. Custard a, Squad, a <laughs> Custard Squad, But we'll call them the Custard Legion, uh, which has a shield captain and four Custard Guard. And then... uh, Five Guardian Spears. All the bits that come with the Custard Squad. Custard Vaxilla. You get a Silent Sisterhood Squad, which is just so stupid. That's just how I And then you get 30 Tactical Marines and five Terminators, basically. So you get a decent amount of minis. You're probably paying a couple uh, couple of pounds of mini. So let's have a look at the minis. The Custard Legion, to start with. The Custard Legion. Disgusting. Um, Now, these are as fetished a space marine as you are ever likely to see. Their swords are as thick as their own heads. Not only that, some of them are carrying halberd things, but actually... They're guns! I know, it took me a second to notice as well. So it's a sort of staff with like a big trigger and a power thing on it, then goes up, and then it's a bolter. Uh, and then it's got a spike on it. It's going to snap. it uses the hammer bit Is the, the ammo clip. That's going to be a bugger to reload. And then it's got a big blade, force blade to on the Imagine having to reload that. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> well, you reload it by popping clipping and then whacking your enemy with it. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look, he, even the the thing to cock, it's up there, so he's going to have to go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think practicality was really uh, built into that, that weapon design. Or just war hammer. I mean, this really just looks like a sigmarine with a couple of vents on the back, doesn't it? I think, yeah, and a lot of extra resin. And it's got huge shoulder guards. It's got loads of fetishy bits on. It suffers from the sigmarine, like, massive calf It problem. suffers from everything that's bad with Games Workshop, from skulls and rocks. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, Look at his heels! <laughs> that, that's a Cuban heel oh my god he's rocking that look the helmets are silly I, I kind think... of feel sorry for him you know because it's just like you've been promoted no <laughs> you have to wear this <laughs> I just slam the use, guy use in the his face guns. I don't want to be promoted <laughs> yeah I mean why would the emperor send his personal guard anywhere anyway they're his personal guard well, that's why he died <laughs> <laughs> good point I mean to me they look horrible oh let's have a look at the guy really the bat, horrible uh, go on then Okay. Guy with a banner. Ooh! He's got a shield. He's got a shield, which is subtly to, you know, the Aquila, the double-headed eagle. He hasn't got a gun, though. He's got a shield. He doesn't need a gun. And a tiny sword. Dagger. Yeah. Again, it's... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's pretty horrible. Then you have uh, the Sisters of Silence. Because they've got things over their mouths. Um. These are space marines who wish they were Dark Elder. Seems to be a running theme across it ages of Sigmar and... To me, these are... They're better than the guards. Well, they're pointless, though. Just... Why? Why are they all using swords without guns? You know, you've got five of these minis from a chapter that we've never heard of before. So, again, the replayability of these guys... It's they're... not going to happen. Yeah. Why has she got the... An eagle, she's she's got an eagle, on eagle tattoo her on her, her back And a, a gem Which looks just really odd The way that that It just looks like it's been stuck on the gem and a necklace on the back of her cloak oh, it's just bad Yeah Not not good minis From what I see Then we have the next Sin <laughs> Oh that's, uh, that's not Seven I've got to live through Seven Who is the Well, he's Look just, at his hair He's a space wolf <laughs> I can't remember what his name is now Who cares Guy Gore fell hand. Well, I can see why his hand's involved. I mean. So he has an enormous power um, claw which has runes etched on each finger. Um, and like you say, look at his hair though. It's like the classic old. You know, that hair must be, what, 18 inches long, all gelled up. He must get through a tub of gel a day. Longer than his actual power claws, which are huge. Yeah. he's got pretty, pretty braids, a beard, and he's just got the usual fetishy things. You know, for Space Wolves. So he's got the, like, diamond-shaped gems, the wolf skull... Why does he have a sword if he's got things. a power claw? Um, well, he's got a bolter as well that's just slung over his shoulder there to make it really difficult for him to do anything. With a chain. It's, oh, I want to say it's better than the others. It is better than the others. I mean, it has a sense of movement because he's running forward. It is better than the other minis that we've seen so far. Uh, but he's got little tassels on his boots, look. I didn't say it was good. <laughs> I mean... We get that he's a space wolf, right? <laughs> you don't need to cram I, it down our yeah, throat. I don't think it? you need it on every single thing. A normal power claw would have been fine. You know, why does he have to have these Celtic little twists on every single finger? They just look silly.
1: What doesn't do you mean? He,
0: he spent a good few hours in the uh, parlour for that. He <laughs> probably did. Well, when he was having his beard plaited. Look, his, even his, his eyebrows look his like they've spargo. been plaited. <laughs> Okay, so if we move to the, the evil guys, Azhek Ariman, who's the chief librarian, we actually start to get onto a mini that looks cool. What's he going to do? Fine me for not bringing my book back. Well, yeah, a librarian with a big um, sort of... I was going to say, thing. I actually quite like this guy. So, he's a bit fetish, but he's a librarian, you know. and I really like him. No. Fairly standard power armor worry, with I a fancy helmet. The <gasps> I like him. The, the cloak is just plain. That's a good thing. That's good. Yeah, you and know, he's got some, some adornments, but actually, you know, he's just reaching forward, casting some I like the illegal ad- spell. I like the Aztec, Aztec-Egyptian Egyptian, deal. yeah, with the scarab-y thing, So and the which a thousand died. sons have always had. So Yeah, I just think it's really, I like it, it's cool. Yeah. I he does have his foot on a rock. He is a cool mini, he does commit the sin of having his foot on a rock. But probably. it's fine. At least he doesn't have a skull. And he's doing it in style, actually, for once. Yeah. So I like it. Actually quite a nice mini. Then we have the the regular thirty k marines, the old power armor stuff, which looks quite good. Just you know, very normal. Uh, a couple of guys with heavy weapons. Guy with a big heavy bolter. I'm a bit confused. Is he little? Is there? Is that am I right? In saying there's a little gun on his big gun. I think that's like a laser sight. Oh, okay, good. Something maybe. I don't know. It'd be pointless if it was like another shotgun. Yeah, I'm not sure what the big sight there is for. <laughs> I disappear for and then you have the Cataphractite Terminator. Oh, I like those Terminators. Uh, which are quite cool as well. I like their leg armour. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're quite plain. Which yeah, is which good, is nice. Which is a good thing. So overall, you know, plus you get the game. Whatever that is. You know, you get some tiles. Uh, you get some tokens. Yeah, there's more Terminators with lightning claws. Normal lightning claws. Which, you know, again, they look, look quite dangerous. good. Space walls transfer sheet yeah but only the enemies are good and then some enemy stuff as well so you know I mean you're actually you're getting quite a lot to be fair in works. yeah i mean 95 pounds is a, a fairly high price point for a game but it's games workshop and it's games there workshop is a lot of, of stuff that many in minis there. you know it's it's not so bad it doesn't help that the minis are atrocious but the minis are well certainly those the <laughs> custard, custard the custard legion are horrible so, mm, what do you reckon, hit or miss? It's difficult, actually, because it's decent for money, and if you like this kind of stuff, then you're going to want it, aren't you? I mean, I'm very biased. We are biased. Uh, yeah, but that's not going to stop us making a judgment. I'm going to say miss, based on the fact that a lot of these minis are horrible, so that puts the price point up of the stuff that I would want quite high, the Custom Marines especially, and the Sisters of Silence. just I don't I completely do agree for me at all. with you. If I was going to want this stuff, I think I'd look for it on eBay afterwards, or people who sell the individual minis, maybe get that leader But guy. games, they're getting better. Let's just say that. We're actually including more minis for your 95 quid. Yeah. £750. Throwback, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It isn't a car pattern stormbird. That's that's for sure. Yeah, all of these are painted. What do you reckon? Miss. Okay. So, <laughs> nice try, but it's a miss. Close, but no cigar. Indeed. So that's a clean sweep from Games Workshop of full misses. Never mind. Well done. You tried. Now last week we alluded to the recent Hawk Kickstarter for Drop Fleet Commander and some of the issues they've had with fulfilment. Now we actually didn't back the Kickstarter, so we bought a copy of the two-player box set on Sunday from an internet retail store and it arrived today, which is Wednesday, so pretty good service. So we're now going to do a live unboxing and giving our first impressions of that 2 player box set so we have removed it from its large box that arrived in and from its shrink wrap stuff which will reduce the noise at least it? it doesn't very sound very nice <laughs> okay. and here is the drop fleet commander box in front of us and here is the great for radio sound of a box <laughs> it's a pretty heavy box it's just over 2.1 kilos damn so you feel like you're getting a lot for your money um, we paid Fifty-seven pounds for it. That's so pretty it's good for the box good. size. Do you want to do the others? lovely surface graphics as well? Yeah, really nice sort of matte box art. Ugh. And this is a... I I think the two point two kilograms is the book. Bu- the book. Wow. So. The actual book is Each. what three quarters of an inch. It's going to be thick. reading core rule book. Uh, lots of little stuff all shrink wrapped together. What we'll do actually, I think, is move this box across so we don't get it on the mic and make loads of room, and then you can get access to all the shrink wrapped goodies. Okay. So in, in the middle we have flight peg stands. Ten dice and a tiny tape measure. So Which is pretty much what they have in Zodiac. Yeah, they well. did. So your starter kit for dice here. And then we have uh, two large bags with for the each one for the one for the UCM. Guys at the one for the scourge and one for the UCM. So that's all the box, so let's move the Box away, so we have some room. So, should we go UCM first? As they are your classical humans. Alrighty. So, what do we have there? It's hard to tell. So, how many sprues do we have? One, two, three, four, and then one for bases. So, three sprues which I think are identical... No, yes. So one, two... Three. Three, which I think are the cruiser sprues. And then we have one which looks like... I don't know what kind of... Are they all frigates? Yeah. Oh, okay. So all injected moulded plastic, which is nice. They are very nice. And good detail. Really good surface detail, actually. Really nice detail, actually. Look at the turrets. So should we just look at the cruiser sprue first? Yeah, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. So quite thick... Um, injection sprues but they actually then go down to sub gates which are actually quite fine so the actual points of contact with the actual parts are quite small so that'll be good for preserving detail and make it easier to actually get those parts off so that's a good thing it's insane you can see all the little turrets all over it and stuff yeah so the detail density is, is really really good so we've actually got some large um, turrets rail guns more like um here, there's a couple of engine blocks, and in there, I think we've little. It's hard to tell with them still on the sprue. It is. I think these are orbital cannons here. So, lots and lots of pieces, anyway. So, we've got what look to be. What one? I think each makes a cruiser. So, you've got lots of options on here, lots of additional bits, and overall impression of that is really good, I think. Yes, I would agree. Okay, so cruiser spruce to one side. Four frigates. So you get four frigates. We know what they look like as the... It's like, that's the main ship on the front, isn't it? Some of them. I think that's cruisers. Yeah, not sure. Yeah, that is a frigate. Yeah, and again, lots of different options. We've got, again, little slightly smaller turrets. Uh, I mean, still big in the scale. They're about a centimetre and a bit long. We've got some bulgy bits, some wingy bits. <laughs> the wing bits have just turrets packed all over them. Some engines. Yeah, again, lots of options. And I think one of the nice things about um, Drop Fleet, from what I've seen, is that you do get lots of options on how to build these ships. So it's not just a frigate is a one-size-fits-all. You have lots of different options. Yes, it does appear to be that way. Very nice. Okay, so there we have the UCM. UCM. So let's move on to the aliens, the scourge. Again, we have the same, same number of sprues. So we have three cruiser sprues. So we'll talk about those first. Uh, a frigate sprue, and then one with the bases. So Which you is get three large bases, or I three medium bases, and four small ones. So again, those look quite nice. Quite looking forward to, to looking at how that works. So then we come to the the cruiser sprue itself, and again looks like really nice options. You've got um, a couple of options here, which lots of little bits all over the side. Don't know what those are. It's they're actually really solid. They look fl- more flimsy. Yeah, I think one of the things I was I think one of the things I was worried about on um, looking at the Kickstarter was thinking of these as resin models and those pieces looking really delicate. delicate. But actually, these as you say. You know, although they're very nicely cast, and these come to really nice, fine points. Oh, it's, it's the detail the on these the scourge are insane, if you look at like the wings. Yeah. Tiny little dots. A really nice, elegant, flowing shapes. I mean, these are really nice ships. And I think doing them in injection-molded plastics, definitely the right choice. But, yeah, just really nice. Really nice looking sleek, Very sleek. You can imagine them. Just Going through space, killing everything in their path, but elegantly. Yes, well, and I think, you know, if you're not into Drop Fleet itself, the mechanics, we we haven't actually been into that or or looked at any of those yet, but if you would use these in Firestorm, these would go very well in the right sort of scale, so the right sort of size. These could easily be pathogen ships, couldn't they? Yeah, definitely. Really easily. Okay, so let's have a little look at the the frigates. I really like the frigates. Cause they, cause they point upwards, so they go flat yeah. sideways. And again, you've got four like central hull pieces, and then you have all these other options too. So you got like to customise these spore kind of things. Yeah, or I you think can choose like the of alien. <laughs> these bits that have all the bits, which are the weapon things, which look like eyes. Yeah, these tubey ones. Just sharp ones. So really nice looking. It's really nice looking plastics. Yes. Really good. So it's crisp, no flash on them to speak of at all, in fact. So maybe that will maybe that will change over time, but um, certainly as, as new sprues they're very, very crisp. Very nice. Little Hawk war games logo there in the middle. Everything's numbered. Call cool Games Limited 2016. We so don't know how easy it will be to put together. It looks pretty simple at this point. Yeah. And, well, I think for me, one of the main difficulties will be to choose which options to actually do. Oh, no, because they don't look very magnetizable. Well, I think uh, you could magnetize them. I know people, I think, are looking at magnetizing them on, online and stuff. Um, I think it would be challenging. So you can now hear Oscar biting. <laughs> Oh, plastic, you know the plastic that's coming. The, off the book. It's what early have got to go off. You could actually use, you know, an implement to do that rather than, you know, your Come on, that's like roots. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there we go. Man, the tool user. Oh no, wait. You failed. You had one job. <laughs> actually, you could actually open it where it's already oh, open. It's there. already open. <laughs> See, I did that. I caused that. As though it's almost been uh, designed to do that. No, no. No, that was me. <laughs> nice. Do you want the book or okay. the stuff that comes with it? So, opening the main pack. Let's look at the stuff that comes with it first. Sticker set. Ah. Just what I've always wanted. So, this is all of the... Oh, nice. Look at the names. All of the names. All oh, of look. The you, sticker or you sets, can, So, basically, you can choose your name or all these white ones that you can make your own. Yep. I think that, they're mine. You yes. have one for the UCM, one for the scourge. I like the pathogen symbol there on the on the scourge. Flowing oil, sable chalice, triumph, liberty's edge. Curse That's not patriotic fate. at all, is it? Torturer, <laughs> death, shadow. There you go, punisher. See, that can be horrible too. Oh yes, stat so, sheets. Those look really nice. And we can see what the final models look like. Yep, yeah. with all of the different attachments. So you have, well, quite a lot of options. So three different types of um, scourge cruiser, the Shenlong, the Ifrit, and the Wyvern. and then you've got a couple of frigate options: fighters, bombers, torpedoes, back, you've got a, a quick reference sheet, which is quite nice as well. So you've got both all your stats on one side with pictures of the the various types of ship. Now we have got exactly the same with the Moscow, the Berlin, the Seattle. As the Cruisers, and then you've got New Orleans and Toul- Toulon. Is that right? Toulon. Yeah, there you go. It's French. Obviously. <laughs> so, those look really nice. And oh, the minis are so cool. Good to have a quick reference sheet in any game, I think. Just to be able to quickly I'm just liking all of these. like Looking at stats, you could just see, like, UF4200 mass driver turret. <laughs> it's just like, yes, I like the sound of that. Oculus Beam Array, Plasma Storm. Shark missile bees. Cobra heavy laser. Furnace cannons. Whoa, <laughs> Your weapons sound more terrifying. Plasma cloud. <laughs> well, I think the Scourge are, aren't they? I'm really liking the Scourge cruisers though. Look how awesome they look. Yeah, do look really nice. And it's nice as well that these are actual models. Yes. they photographed they're not renders, they're not pictures. We've actually photographed the oh. studio models and put those on, which is nice. Tokens. Now we have the token sheets. So these I believe are the objective They're the like maps. Or yeah. Or space. Yeah, so this differs from Firestorm in that Firestorm is obviously a deep space combat game, whereas Drop Fleet is meant to be a low mid High orbit game, ah. so you're over planets. So yeah, it's really nice. You've got these little maps of cities, fields. I mean, I do prefer these tokens, which are all the effect ones. No Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> no, wi- no Wi-Fi signal. Um, Your ships are without Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, token card set's quite thin. So I can see those being upgraded. Obviously, we know that you can buy the fighters, uh, bombers, and torpedo sets in plastic already. And then you've got tokens for, obviously, ground assets and tanks. Each for the different factions. Different different factions, yeah. But yeah, those obviously have a, a lot of scope to be upgraded. We have a playmat as well. And we have oh, and a posters. playmat. Okay, ready? So, oh, really nice piece of artwork. That is... Destroyed ship Destroyed orbit. ship, I'm pretty sure that's uh, the other a human side. ship. The other side is a playmat. Is a... High altitude view of what looks be mountain, a bit of a stream there, and some, some Okay, and once more, cool. really you ready? Then we have another one, Ooh, which is cooler. Which is basically the box art, up. but in big. Awesome. And on the other side, got a lake surrounded by green screaming bits. Really nice, actually. That's pretty and impressive. Really nice touch, actually, to have playmats Either. included. I know they did it with the drop zone 2 player set as well. Yeah, we have my favourite in cards. Okay, what are these? Ah, these, these I think are, the... are to put together your fleets. So, Pathfinder, you've got a Berlin Class Cruiser, and two Toulon Cress. Uh, okay. Rigits. So, not pre-scored or anything, you need to cut those. Two little sheets of cards there, and again, you can tell that Obviously, aftermarket, they're going to be selling cards which probably a thicker cardstock. And then there are your two. Okay, we have assembly guidelines. E- look, different sheets for each of the models with the different choices. All the different options. Okay. Some of so them don't actually have. See, look, some of them. I, on my sheet, it only tells me about these. I think these are the two. most common builds. But look, the other ones are cooler. So, for the. So Gerge, for the cruisers, you can build the Sphinx, the Efrit, the Wyvern, the Chimera, the Yokai, the Strix, the Hydra, the Shenlong, or the Raju. So you actually have two, four, six, eight, nine options to build your cruisers. So you'd actually need three box sets. Wow! <laughs> to be able to build one of each of those. Types to be fair, I just cruiser. do it just because they look cool. <laughs> and then for my cruisers, we've got the. Seattle the Berlin the San Francisco the new new Cairo Cairo Moscow St Petersburg Madrid Rio and Osaka. I'm gonna just build that one because it kind of looks like my name I just have a <laughs> load of those got a dyslexic Oscar <laughs> Thanks Dad No some of these builds look really cool and it's like they some of them are just completely different from each other which makes it good because it, it doesn't feel like you're just changing a gun or something. yeah I think they've been built really cleverly. And on the back, there's all of my... There's all your different things that you can change. Yep, and then you have the frigates, the harpy, the gin, the chowder the scylla, the gargoyle. So you get five options for the for the frigates. Same with me, it's the... Toulon, which <laughs> you can't yeah. say. Taipei. Uh, Taipei, oh my god. Jakarta, Lima... and New Orleans, New Orleans. I can say that one. <laughs> <laughs> also, what is really nice about this, recommended paints. Yes, I saw that. So for the Scourge, base coat, plate mail metal or chrome over fine white surface primer, details, black, bloody red, gory red, glorious gold, dead white, shades, washes, inks, black shade, umbershade. It's very good. Manufacturers. Yeah. Because the basic, the paints that they show are actually just, just fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. So I do not blame. But it's really good to have that, um, you know, the recommendations, what they've already done. Really, I mean, those are professionally produced kind of construction guides. Really nice, very clear. You can't really fault them on that at all. No. Also, speaking how to put the flight stands together. That's very good. Also, speaking of professionality, uh, it's basically just turn sequence guide. Nice laminated kind of. Oh, yeah, another sort of quick start bit. Planning perfect. phase, activation phase, roundup phase. And that's just the scenario. Your scenario guide. So again, I think one of the things that Hawk has always done very well is introducing you into the game, giving you all of these guides and aids to be able to get in and get playing quite quickly, understand the game. They also give you a thing which is like, buy more of our stuff. Okay, product (laughs) catalogue with shinies in. I can't look at this for too long because I get way too into it. But again, it's clever marketing. You know, you bought a product... Here's all the other cool stuff that goes with it. Yeah, and two of the factions aren't even included, which is a shame, because the other two are the cooler factions. The PHR, I'm really looking forward to the PHR, and I'm looking forward to going to Wedding, wedding Warfare. Wedding Warfare. Wedding, I'm going to a wedding. Wedding <laughs> Going warfare. to wedding Warfare, and um, hopefully picking up some Barganaceous Oh PHR. no, we're going to pick up some of the Shaltari for me as well. If you get some of the others, <laughs> I want some Aztec aliens. Bye. Okay, which just leaves us with... The Drop Fleet Commander Core Rulebook. It's in a box, which is in a nice little box. Yeah, so it comes protected. Yeah, yeah. not only in shrink wrap. It must be also gold or something. in a box. Oh, it's heavy enough to be. Oh, or it. Oh my God, this is very cool. Very nicely produced. It's got very, very cool cl- looking. Very heavy. Very very nice. Yeah, sort of matte coated with gloss lettering. I feel like I'm And straight away you're opening into some of the artwork. So much artwork. And that's not even dropped. That's a, like. <laughs> that so this is basic. Yeah, it's a nuke. Ooh. So very very cool. Um, the first impression is just very high quality. These really nice looking. Got Setting the story. background. <sighs> talking about systems. The Shaltari systems, these people, talking about the different races, Scourge. So, so far, we're just still all still into fluff, on all background, background artwork, on just... Ah. So, up to page 31, first 31 pages, we're just looking at background and fluff. And now we can actually... just is really, really standards. nice. And if you've followed any of the subsistence over the last few weeks, and any of our blogs, you'll see that background's important. Fluff, and just seeing these pictures of the models on stands, painted up in the different stations, and not and very clever marketing here as well. They put the other ships in, which oh, the battleships, yeah, really well, nice. Well, just ships from other races as well, which just look insane. Good for all the. And parts. then you're into core mechanics. Telling you about oh, lots of organic. nicely illustrated, got nice pictures of both actual product, in terms of how the bases work, what all the bits refer to, and then like where you're turning, all your arcs for checking, your fancy dice that you can buy. Yep, nice graphics. Oh, then what getting is that? into that's the Scourge battleship. That's the E C M one. Oh my God! Look at Orbital that. Orbital combat. Talking about the different levels: the high orbit, low orbit. Atmosphere. That's the J- Jotaro. Sorry, big beastie with the big guns. Looks insane. So, to moving through debris, space stations, tokens, launch assaults. All beautifully illustrated and nice tables. More artwork. Loot organization. Preparing for a battle loads of scenarios so we had what was it about 30 30 or 40 pages of rules and then into scenarios like you say yeah, so, eight different scenarios and then pictures of space stations so the space station pack which we saw the prototypes of i think at the last it was salute wasn't it yes which looked really good they did. Um, um, Ways to play. This Which is talking about campaigns. They're coming out shortly as well. We've got tournament play, campaigns. I'm liking whatever that Orbital defence lasers, linear campaigns, tree campaigns. So they're giving you a lot in this book. It's not just a rule book. This is really you know, supporting the background. It's giving you ways to play, how to sustain that play onwards. It just makes you want to get into it. There's lots of nice glossy pictures, <laughs> and then we then went to more background. So, are we on page ninety-four now? We have got a little bit of a, a story. Quick story. Look at Then this. we've got the UCMS Avenger LSA four one six, the New Orleans class strike carrier, blueprinted over a two-page spread. Again, Talks about it. And this is the kind of stuff that just draws you into the game, shows you, tells you what well, everything is. This is the power core. This is where they store all the garbage this is <laughs> the guns this is all this stuff more stories we've got some more cool artwork like it tells you about like like tells you all about and uh, now talking about the fleets themselves so yeah like we've got colour codes on the side so this is like this tells you about all the missiles that they use gives you pictures and tells you what all of the power cores artificial tells you what generators. all of the parts on the actual models are yeah. which is awesome and she actually tells you about all the ground assets nuclear warheads and more and then so stocks, actually gives better pictures about each of the individual classes each options I like that yeah so What's do we that? Want... that is the battlecruiser I want that do we have is that not <laughs> the Atlantis stroke Johannesburg battleship looks decent as well F1 that's Street a Perth. big gun another battlecruiser heavy cruiser there we are seeing... Just burn. Um, Goal of these ones are so the ones that we can create. Yep. Yeah, you like cruising. So, again, it's creating instant appeal, it's drawing you in, it has really good fleshed out detail on all of these ships. All of the different types of cruiser. I mean, for me, the UCM are not particularly oh, my aesthetic. I like them. Um, but I want to read this stuff. It's drawing me in, even though I don't particularly like the look of these these ships they're not my thing and at the end of I each, still feel yeah. like I want to get into it and, the different ones. Now. and that does look cool I mean when they're together like that that does look I mean this one looks good awesome yeah I, I think that's the heavy cruiser isn't it with a massive gun on it one of them yes and whatever that thing is it doesn't look happy and now we come to the scourge which looks backstory really, really good aliens like talking Somebody. about the background talking about all the slimy looking stuff <laughs> then it goes to those... the demon battleship Dragon, Dragon battleship. I really love this segmented sort of trilobite look. Whatever this battleship thing, is Battle Cruiser. Manticore stroke Banshee. Banshee sphinx. So the skirt ship's are really nice like looking. A mirror troop ship. Yep. All of your different types are... Because they're quite novel. Oh, puts a good to scale. <laughs> Huge, that Such is. Nice artwork. And showing them all at the end again. Now this is about it's- the skirt because they put this book in, and then they still show you all uh, no, of the you're others. Like the post human republic, which are don't actually come in this, but I know when I'm going to look through this, I'm going to think we need to get this because I know that the post human republic are the coolest looking race. They are undoubtedly the coolest faction. Okay, let's have a look at their ships and buy them neutral missiles. <laughs> See, look at that! The Heracles stroke Minos. It's insane. I mean, it's it just looks oh. like a really, I mean, the rule book itself is incredibly oh. polished. It's beautiful. It's beautifully produced. It looks really nice. It even smells good. <laughs> what? <laughs> smells clean. Uh, look at that. The Icarus Vanguard carrier. You can actually see the little strike craft inside. Yeah, but that's going to be a bugger to paint. One me. of the most incredible. I love that. The Calypso okay. frigate. Yeah, All. So we'll see, they're just the best looking ships. Look at that. Yeah. Okay, now we get to the fun people, though, because the the tower are pretty cool. Shaltari so, again, some tried. more artwork. More backstory, more talking about what each of the things they should do. Ooh. Ooh, they look very looks happy. crew. Well, looks like a little person. His legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Special rules. Yes, Chateau tell you are special. Okay, yeah. there's a look. don't work like other factions, do they? The diamond and the platinum, super carrier and battleship. Now look at the guns on that. It's yeah. like a spaceship. Uh and what are they called? Particle lance triad. Yeah, you, a disintegration battery. You want one of those harpoon, harpoon torrent? torrent. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, got four guns. Same on this. The sapphire's got little jewel things. Just like the what is that? The oink onyx oinks. Oh, the oinks. <laughs> shut, shut up! up. <laughs> shut up! Can I get bullied now, the pig ship. <laughs> yeah, I don't know it's got, but they look awesome. They're all heavy grooves. Residian. Basically, you're just getting. They just get more guns. <laughs> like, how many guns <laughs> can we cram on these things? See, so we're going down to two now. So oh, no, they are bigger, though. The Emerald Mothership. Wait, Mothership? The Basalt Fleet wait, we there. haven't had a Mothership yet. Well, the Shaltari, because they use these um, warp gate things, they keep all of their troops in this big thing, and they don't have to use drop ships. They, no, they just, just teleport through the, uh, the gates, don't they? Which is a cool mechanic, anyway. Troop but it's okay. nice to see the tie-in with the... See, look, even the light cruisers well. look like yeah. battleships. But they look flimsy as hell. But then I presume if this is made in the same way, that's probably going to be a single piece. So actually, although it looks quite delicate, I bet it's quite strong. You know, and it's flat, so it'd be quite easy to transport. The amethyst frigate looks insane. I just love how they're all uh, types of precious stone. stone and yeah, metal and things. See, and then like you see that these oh look a void gate. You won't even miss yeah. that. And then you see, like the artwork just makes them look. Absolutely massive. Yeah, I mean, that is just what kind of class of frigate is that? It's a tiny frigate. That's one of those topaz frigates, isn't it? Yes. it's huge. That's it's just the a lights tiny coming frigate. down. Yeah. <laughs> again, right. it just makes it look really cool, really desirable. But it's kind of annoying because right. if we ever get these, I'm never going to paint it to these standards. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet, you know, the detail again airbrushing with washes and dry brush. How do you think it would take to, to pay someone? One of the actual <laughs> people who works Ooh, with them. That, do that looks like a UCM. Uh, well, it starts with Holbridge. Well, the <laughs> and then all of the tokens again. For some reason. So you have all of this, so you can photocopy them, and then an index, and then just some nice art. Yeah, I mean that—that uh, that was very well done. Very, very nice rule book. I'm very impressed with that. I mean, you seeing that blueprint, you know, is on the on the face it's that you just have so inside, good. It's and so you can see all of the flyers inside. You know, the little. Fighters. Just everything, even the, the actual title is actually comes out. Yeah. I mean, the, the rulebook itself, that is beautifully produced. I mean, it's substantial. For 50 quid. <laughs> get all yeah. of this. I mean, it's a 223-page rulebook. Actually, the rules, let's see, core rules, we are talking about, and again, as Oscar said, everything is colour-coded. So, first 32 pages of this dark blue limit to it. So just even when it's closed, you can see those colours. So you quickly go to it. Core rules are then blue next to it. Then another blue for stories, Which is a lighter blue. But you've got, what, 35 to 75. So you've 35 pages of actual rules. That's so pretty insane. That's quite a shittling... Hopefully. I don't want to speak too soon. Easy to pick up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're giving you plenty of aids to do that. So, you know, then like you say you've got the... The eight. I think my main scenarios. appeal to this, though, is going to be putting them together and painting them. Yeah. Well, it's always the shinies, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, that's really, really nice. I'm very unpleasantly surprised. Which all Pinocchio. Wow. Damn. <laughs> Buy more. Yes, I, I think that's the impression it gives you. I mean, in actual fact, you're not getting a lot in terms of models. Uh, yeah, you're but the. Three cruisers, we need to buy more frickers. so We actually have all the options, that's why it's annoying. So but the price point, as you say, for what you get to, fifty pounds or well, sixty pounds because it's fifty-seven-ish. So I'm trying to get this back in the box I'm not sure I'm doing a very good job of it that. Do you wanna try? Yes. Okay. It's fine going that, but then you get to the edge. Okay, fair enough. Oscar I is win. better than me at putting things into a box. And not getting them out of plastic wrapping. No. So we you know our strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you were to buy two of these, you know, you would have a fairly substantial force—six cruisers for hundred quid, and eight—and then you could sell well, for fifty the rest. pounds each, basically, isn't it? You yes. both have a copy of the rulebook, uh, provided you're... both have a product catalogue, so you could spend more of your dollar on it. Yep. But I mean, just comparing it to you know the, the other game in town, really, which is the Patrol Fleet from Firestorm, that's not far off pricing-wise. Not at all. I'm just looking at these other models, and there is a ground tank for the Sheltari, which has clear plastic resin pieces on it, so it looks like they're floating pieces. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's insanely cool. <laughs> the thing is, though, they are smaller than they make out look. They make that doesn't that doesn't actually change my opinion on. It's just how how do they paint it like this? They're tiny. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they are pretty good. The one faction I do not like is the resistance. Sorry, resistance, but your models look poo. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to use what they can, and it's school buses and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't really compare to the uh, you know. Yeah, the super-advanced scorpion tank thing. <laughs> the Hades Type 4 walker. Yeah, and you've got a school bus with an autocannon mounted on it. So I feel like the Immortal Longreach team, which is just five guys, they look strong enough to just take on one of those school buses. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, so I must say, overall, I mean, big hit, big thumbs up from me. Mm, same. So, yes, I think... We need to get into actually looking at the rules and playing a game or two. One thing I would like to have seen would have been more, more sturdy counters. But these are equivalent to uh, what you get with Firestorm. So and every other game, to that's be honest. A, that's a picky point. But, I mean, compared to something like X-Wing, where you get really thick oh, that's counters. Oh, so yeah, nice. You know, quite a lot of other games these days are doing quite thick counters. Cthulhu Wars. Yeah. So, it would have been nice to have that, but again, I'm being... Slightly picky there. I think actually the quality of the punch outs for the scenario sort of bits, the, the ground bits are good. Uh, I wouldn't really want those to be big thick items on the mm. on the tabletop really. The instructions for the the various factions I think are great. Quick reference sheet I think is a really nice touch as well. And the sticker sheet is just you know, I know it's part of the mechanics of how the game works, but I think this is this is quite clever. Again, yet to see it in play in games, so we'll give our opinions on that when we have them. But overall, uh, very good impression, very impressive, and you certainly feel like you're getting your money's worth Definitely um, for you know, a bit over £50, pounds, shade under 60 Drop Fleet Commander, first impression, and unboxing, big thumbs up. We'll put some detailed pictures on the website, on the blog, so you can see all of these either while you're listening or after you've listened. Or before, if you get that way around to it. But it's overall, I think, a really, really nice set. You know, we'll have to let you know how it goes together, and then how it plays afterwards. Yes. That just brings us to the listener poll, which this week has to be, of course, the elephant to the room, the upcoming Spartan Games Dystopian Wars Kickstarter. So I think the obvious question here is, do you think that the Kickstarter is a good idea, and will you be backing it? Well, that just about wraps up this episode. My thanks to our listeners out there in the gaming world for tuning in and downloading the show. If you like what we're doing, please leave us feedback on iTunes and send us any comments, queries or requests through our blog, which you can find through Facebook or by googling Man's Model Moments. So signing off from the Hub Systems, it's Alex. And Oscar. We'll see you next time.